Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, and welcome to the Lovability Podcast and the Lovability Show. Uh, I am here today with uh, a dear friend of mine, uh, as well as, uh, I, I would call him a recovery expert, but he's a lot more than that. Uh, that has been his platform. Uh, his name is Michael Moulton, and you all have seen him on the show before. Uh, he, I've had him, I've had you on what three times now, right? Yeah, we're just we got a little rhythm going here. Yeah. So Michael and I uh, are dear friends outside of the show, and uh, we find ourselves in discussions from time to time, and feel like some of the healing discussions we could bring to all of you. So. This is why we're here today. And we thought it would be appropriate. I mean, obviously, we all know where we are in the nation with the elections. And I had another topic planned out for us. And at the last minute, I decided to change it because I knew there would be um, probably some stress today. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just didn't know how much stress. And, uh, and so I thought it would be appropriate to talk about the energy of letting go because letting go just isn't about relationships. It's about everything. I mean, it's about everything in life. So, uh, and th those things that we don't let go, uh, and hang on to, they cause a lot of bad things in our spirit and our, and our energy and our life. Uh, the way we manifest things, all of that, uh, those and disease too. Yeah. Uh, uh, so those are they're things that we want we want to be able to let go of. And then how do you move on? So relationally, yes, and life, yes. Yeah. Right. So Michael, uh, you have had uh, you've been in the recovery platform on the recovery platform for how many years? It's uh, December will be three years. Three years. So one of the longest active shows in recovery. You know. He's got a great show. He's uh, he's known as M2 The Rock. I'm sure most of you know who he is already. Uh, but uh, his the way that he brings the message of recovery because we've had. We've had these discussions before. Yeah. We have a he and I do have some different viewpoints on that from uh, from a recovery standpoint on how I'm one of these people where you make a choice and you move forward. And with you with recovery, it's a this is a process for you. Just like letting go is a process. What we're going to talk about today, mm -hmm. recovery is a process. And, uh, and I know you're moving into some, some other arenas. So I'm glad that I'm on the, I'm on the cutting edge of some of that with you. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we'll have many more discussions. Uh, so let's talk about this. Let's, uh, let's discuss the energy of letting go because, you know, first of, first and foremost, like I said, it's not just about relationships, but so many people have a hard time letting go of previous relationships or the emotions that they felt with those relationships, whether it be anger, resentment. We've talked mm -hmm. about that word a lot uh, with you. Anger, resentment, fear, um, you know, just fear of moving on, fear of things happening again, being hurt again, all of those things. So let's talk about, let's talk about that part of it. Okay. So the part of how people, how you walk people through letting go. Well, letting go for me is, by the way, thank you for letting me be on your show oh my today. God, I love you. And, and I love on air media, Melissa, everybody here, and what a great place. But letting go is, um, 
it's a result for me. And when I talk, I share my personal experience. You know, I'm, I'm not a guru. I'm not an expert. I'm not unique. But what I do do is as I share what's working for me today, that's giving me the, the relief and peace that we all seek for in life. Right. And letting go is a result. You know, my personal story is, is that, you know, I, I'm a Jesus freak. It works for me. And it, you know, in, in the book of Matthew, it says in order for God to set me free, um, I must set everyone around me free, you know, and sometimes it just doesn't, sometimes it doesn't make sense, but you know, true forgiveness, you know, that's where, I, where we get the freedom and that's where we get to let go. And we get to breathe. It's not where we don't forget, you know, I shared this story if I could, I, there, I shared this story about in England, they have these buildings with these huge church bells. Remember that? They had these big bells. And when the guy grabs the rope and is swinging on the bell, it's creating momentum. And that momentum, the, the dong is real loud. But when he lets go of the rope, the momentum slows down, but the dong gets softer and softer and softer. Mm -hmm. And that's what letting go is, is literally letting go of the rope and right. the noise goes away. Right. And so that's so that's many what, people have such a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you think about letting go of that rope and letting go of whatever you're carrying, you know, there's a release that comes with that. And right. it's your release. It's not anybody else's release. It's yours. That's that is the power of forgiveness is it's not for the other person. And you hear that all the time. People say that it's not for it's not for them. It's for you. Right. Uh, and it really is. But there is a weight that we carry when we don't forgive, when we carry resentment, we're carrying a story uh, with us. And I think part of part of letting go is sometimes just, Michael, to me from a coaching standpoint, is letting go of the story because sometimes people are just hanging on to a story about something or someone or the way it used to be or the way they want it to be or the way, you know, or the right. way it used, their relationship used to be, right? Well, when I'm not letting go, Jennifer, it's because I'm still holding on to the resentment. And my solution, what's working for me, and it's been, you know, brought, handed down to me by other men is that as soon as I accept the role that I play in the resentment, I'm able to let go. You know, I have to accept the role that I play in any resentment I have. The reason why I have a resentment is because I play a role in it. Well, how do I let go? I need to accept the role that I play in it. Right. And if I keep holding on to the resentment, it blocks me from God. When I'm blocked from God, I have a hard time letting go. I want to keep ringing that bell. Right. And um, confusion sets in. Then chaos sets in. And then other resentments that I buried start coming to the surface. So many people, though, want to do that, Michael. They want in, in that they, they let go, but then they blame. Yeah. And that's what resentment is, is blaming and then turning that outside to something outside of yourself. And we do have to, in anything that we're involved in, whether it be... Uh, a, a situation or a relationship, we were involved. Right. We were involved. And so therefore there's a responsibility that we have to take ourselves as to what our role in it was. And in any relationship, any relationship, our role is that we allowed somebody in. We made a choice. We chose that person. And so some of the healing might be in the fact that we need to, we need to understand why we chose them, like what purpose they served, what we needed at the time mm -hmm. that served us. 
And if it's no longer serving us, why not? And what do we want? Because a lot of people stay in that story of what they lost, you know, or what could have been, which I just said, I know, but we have to be able to move forward in that story in the fact that what is it that we really want for ourselves? Because oftentimes when a relationship has not been working out, uh, there's, again, there's always two people in it. Uh, Even if you were the one broken up with, there were two people in it and there were reasons why the breakup happened and why the other person may have felt disconnected. And I mean, I hate to say this people, but even in cheating situations, you know, I mean, even in those kind of situations, there's usually a sign. There's usually some type of sign that that person was disconnecting or the relationship was disconnecting. And it would serve us to understand what those reasons were, so we don't repeat them. Right. 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 But uh, but it is a, it is about moving forward with that story and saying, okay, this didn't work. This wasn't successful for me. What is it that I What is it that I want? How, you know, if this is not okay, what is it that I that I want and needed that I wasn't getting? Because you know, people forget that. You know, in the relationship part, what you're talking about, you know, I, I watch your show a lot. And in the relationship, based on my past relationships, you know, I had resentments, you know, towards these past relationships. And then when I started started trying to um, get better, mm-hmm. I had to look at the role that I played in it. And you know what the real root is that I found out? I can't have a relationship with a female or anybody until I have a relationship with God. Right. And if I don't have a relationship with God, I'm using my flesh tools to try to have a relationship. And that's a disaster. That is a full blown disaster. So I have to, I have to, I have to fix me first from the inside out. And once I have a relationship with God, I look at, uh, you know, I looked at a female differently now. I was, I was serving them. It wasn't for selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I had to let go of my old behaviors right. and, let, and move on. And sometimes it's difficult because change is that's hard. Great. That's great. I mean, that's really a great point because, you know, you can talk about physically letting go, but what you're talking about is emotionally letting go and emotionally looking at what you are attached to or what you were what what your emotional and spiritual role was in in all of that and that healing part of it is so important i mean it's so so important uh okay so uh so in regards we <laughs> this word always comes up you know it's a trigger for me obviously because um i don't i guess i just don't like the word michael i don't like the word resentment mm. um but there clearly is an energy of it i've felt it before i know what it is i know i know what that is so let's talk about resentment because i feel like it's got many many facets and faces yeah i know you love this i love talking about resentment and and you and i were talking the other day at the house that that um you know, I truly believe that resentment is the number one offender that kills the human race. I, I believe that if Satan, Satan, what he does is, is he gets res, resentment is a result of fear. Okay. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And if I don't do anything with that feeling of fear or emotion of fear, whatever it is, it turns into a resentment. Right. And the resentment is I hold on to. And then after resentment, it turns into anger. Then it turns into rage. And sometimes, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but sometimes that resentment, like when you talk about 
fear, false evidence appearing real, sometimes that resentment just comes from something we thought that wasn't even real or something we've made up. That's right. Or something we've created, a story that we've created that wasn't real. And so it's important to recognize that we can be our own worst enemy when it comes to, to relationships and things, if we're in our head too much. And I seem to talk to, I talk to a lot of people about this. You know, there's a, there's these people that are the, I think, and the, I feel people, right? Mm -hmm. And there needs to be a balance because you can't be all, all I feel mm. and you can't be all I think there needs to be a balance between those emotions. But if you're one of those, I thinkers without, without balancing your emotions with it, you're going to get yourself in trouble because you're going to overthink. And right. women are, again, more a little bit more guilty of that than men are. Uh, but you have to recognize first when it's just your own thoughts and your own story, right? Yeah, it is. And, and you know, I see someone just uh, asked a question, do you think resentment is a choice? In some degree, it is. Um, a resentment is, my, my personal experience on that, when I have a resentment, it's because I played a role in it. Mm -hmm. That's it. I mean, I don't have a resentment towards this cup that's on the table. You know, I, I don't have, but when I have a resentment, it's because I play a role in it. Here's one question that's proposed to a lot of people that are watching this. Um, but wait a minute. What about the people who wronged me, who really did me wrong? You're telling me that I play a role in that? I am. And, and, it, and I learned this from someone because I am, and I'm just now, you know, coming I am a survivor of sexual abuse, okay, right. from, my, from my grandfather. And the role that I played in it is I chose to hold on to the resentment. Right. I chose not to let go. I chose not to move on. And right. that's a tough one. Right. But when I let go and I moved on, that's where the freedom comes in. Okay. And when the freedom came in, that I realized that God allowed it to happen so I can share in a platform like this to other men and women that the solution is, is to talk about it. I didn't know what life he had. He was a very spiritually sick man. He was a very sick man. And I can accept that. Mm -hmm. I can accept that today. So, yeah, a resentment is, is as soon as I accept the role that I play in it, I can let go and move on. And I was stuck for many, many years. Yeah, and I, I think that's such a good point. I mean, we uh, we have heard a lot about that recently, even uh, with with all of the the sexual um, uh, misconduct and yeah. all the things that are that have been. And it's not okay. Up. It's not okay. It's not okay. And and I think people need to let go of guilt and shame about it because. You, you think about when, what well, just the emotion of resentment, mm -hmm. uh, the emotion of resentment is, is a higher vibration. It's a better, it's a better place to be than guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. You are about halfway through, you know, the emotional scale at that point that, um, that you, uh, that you need to be, you're in a much better place. Let's just say, I know a lot of people don't know about, uh, the emotional scale, but guilt and shame are the worst emotions you can feel. Uh, they are the lowest energy you will ever have. And so many people that have a story or carrying burdens or resentments, that's where they stay with them. Right. They stay there. 
and via David Hawkins emotional scale halfway through there is anger. So at least if you can get pissed off about it, you're in a better place. Anger is a better place because it's expressed. Right. You're expressing it and you're allowing it, some of it to let go and you're allowing healing to happen when you talk about it. Right. And that's something key here too, is that when you have something that you need to let go of, when you have a burden on your heart or you have a resentment, you need to talk to somebody about it. Amen. Yeah. That's I mean, the that's solution. A, that's a, that is the solution and talk to somebody uh, smart about it talk to somebody outside of the situation don't don't talk to broken friends or family about it let me touch on that this yes. is really good yes we don't we don't get with someone that's going to co-sign on my resentment yes right and yes. that is very that's the bar that right. was the bar scene. I, I wanted guys to co-sign co on my resentment right. and let's have another drink. And then you keep co-signing and we plot and, and figure out how we're going to get revenge and get back. That's very unhealthy. But you talk to someone who is uh, um, healthy that's in the solution. I call it the person that's in the solution that's going to stand up to you and say, Jennifer, I hear you. Right. You're heard. But let's look at what role you play in it. Let's work on Jennifer. Right. And this is very, you see this a lot probably in codependent relationships. Yes, I do. We're not going to talk about him. We're going to talk about you. Right. 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 So. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that people so often want to point the finger and in anything, we have the choice to step out of it. So you talk about letting go. We always have that choice to step out. If it doesn't feel good, it's okay to take a step back and reevaluate. Right. It's totally okay. It's your life. It's your world. It's your energy. You need to protect you. That is your job. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so instead of staying in it and pulling other people that are unhealthy into it, I think this is what people do, uh, especially women, uh, that you do in relationships is you get upset with your boyfriend, uh, or somebody you're dating and you go to your friends and you say, well, mm -hmm. he did this and he did that. And then, you know, other, uh, victims or women that are wounded will say, well, all men do that. And that happened to me too. And now you're co-signing, as you say, together on dysfunction. That's not going to help anybody. Well, gossip, gossip is a, is a, is a clear sign of unforgiveness. When we're gossiping, we haven't forgiven the person uh, that has hurt us. Right. And so when we've forgiven that person uh, and we don't gossip about them and we just give them to God and, and we go forward, you can go with me. I'm not going with you. Right. You know, I'm not going to co-sign on you being a victim or all that. I love you. But if you can't get constitutionally right. capable of being honest, I can't help you. You know, I think especially right now, and I'm going to pull this out of relationships, but I think right now with everything that's been going on, uh, politically, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I don't want to talk about politics too much. Yeah. <laughs> here we yeah. go. Oh, here we go. But but there really has been um, a very uh, a very uh, aggressive. Uh, I don't want to say hateful, but but kind of an aggressive energy around everything. And I, you know, I know a lot of people have gotten off social media because of it, and that's okay. It's okay to create boundaries around things like that. You do have to protect your space and you do have to make choices as to what you surround yourself with, what you listen to, what you buy into, what you participate in. I mean, part of letting go too is letting go of those things that that don't bring you joy, that don't bring you peace, that don't bring you happiness. And I think so many times, you know, 
outside again now outside of that political conversation come back to relationships people stay in relationships way too long and they're just bathing in unhappiness michael and they're not even doing anything about it they're just so caught up in the conflict of everything that they're not even addressing what they want to change about it which doesn't do anything yeah it chaos becomes comfortable chaos becomes normal you know and and we become roommates in the hallway right and and we forget what role that we play in it or not forget just some people just don't know because those tools haven't been given to them right i do want to touch on politics and i'm not a politic talker you know me we don't we don't talk about it but what's interesting in situations like this is is what i'm seeing is that people's character defects are being exposed and they're being put live on stage right there's a difference between yes. being very passionate about what you believe in yes. and when you're passionate about what you believe in you walk it you breathe it people feel it right mm-hmm. but when people are are using um, a platform or a situation to get revenge and I start seeing character defects come out, I'm like going, okay, what's the real problem? Is the real problem Trump and Biden? What is the real problem? Because this might be an outlet for people to express That's a great point. Buried, buried deep resentments. That's a great point. And that's why holidays are wounds, buried wounds. I mean, so so much of uh, what we, you know, we see with some of these movements like Me Too and all that, and Mm -hmm. these are, these were buried wounds. And so if there is a resentment or there is a strong energy somewhere, it may be your sign that you need to heal. Right. I mean, that there is something that needs to heal in you. And you better believe 100% that if there is something like that, it is affecting every relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're one of those people that are looking for love, it is probably repelling people from you. If you've got resentments or unhealed wounds or you're broken, you know, right. or toxic in some way, that's, that's why. That's well, why. You know, and I want to challenge men out there. This is a great opportunity to be the man of the household, to be the spiritual leader of the household. Mm-hmm. This is a great opportunity to 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 grab your wife's hands that may be really concerned about this election and being scared about it and say, hey, listen, babe, I want to remind you something. OK, this is one nation under God. Yeah. This is not one nation under Trump or Biden or whoever that might be. Right. It's one nation under God. Right. And God doesn't ride a donkey or an elephant. Right. You know, God designed the government to serve him. Right. And human race gets into it and human flesh gets into it. And look what we do. Right. And so, you know, that's what we have to remind. And men, this is a great opportunity to be the spiritual leader of the household, right. which is a solid relationship. I have my fiance's freaking out right now. You know, she, you know, and so I had to tell her, I said, listen, we serve God. God's got this. Yeah. You know, and and we're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, um, and well, there's the perfect, there's the perfect letting go of all letting go. go. That's the perfect. It's accepting it. Yeah. And, and one of our viewers actually said that let go and let God. And that is so often we're trying to control things. We're trying to, trying to control and manipulate it instead of letting it go and giving it to God and letting Letting God do his will with whatever it is in our life. And control Michael? control is a result of fear. Right. It's a result of fear. And when I when I get into fear and I don't turn to God, I start trying to play God and I start trying to control everything and I take hostages and it's just a big mess. <laughs> right. I mean, it is a mess. And the reason why that makes sense is because that's what I used to do. Right. You know, but and and 
recovery or whatever you want to talk it, being born again, I recognize my character defects. And my job today, what I try to do today is to try to be someone that going, that's a safety net. Okay, I am tripping out. I'm putting this person on blast. I'm putting this right. person on blast. Right. And, you know, I'm going to lean on, Michael, what do you think? I said, I'm not God. Right. You know, my job today is to go do a show. We have such an interesting friendship. So we've got this big group. We've got this group of people and it's great. You know, I, I love that. I ha I'm, I, I drink still, not heavily, but I drink occasionally. No, you, you, but that's I, a luxury I don't have. Yeah. But yeah, I have a, most of a good portion of my group of friends are in recovery. You know, you, yourself and, yeah. and Rachel and, and, and it were, you know, it, it, it is, but here's the, here's my point in all of this. This conversation we're having, these are the, this is a conversation you need to have with other people. Like there's never a moment where I could go sit down at brunch with Michael and friends and not be held accountable to my own crap. If mm -hmm. I say something or do something or anybody does, and there's, there's a moment or a lesson or somewhere we can, or some way we can all grow from it. You better believe it's happening in that right. conversation. And I think that that's important too, as we're moving on, that we make decisions about who we're going to surround ourselves with and what we're going to surround ourselves with and what we have to make decisions about what energy we want to bring in and what, um, what, what things are, what things we'll accept and what we won't and get very strong in our boundaries of knowing who we are, what belongs in our space and what doesn't. Right. Right. And, and that helps you move forward clearly because it, it, it is a conscious effort all the time. I mean, Michael in recovery for anybody in recovery, that is always, it's always making the right choices and decisions. And for any of us though, recovery or not, it is always a conscious process. You want to go post something on Facebook. You want to bash your ex or check his page or check his new girlfriend's page. You are making choices. You are about to make a choice that's going to lead you in one direction or the other, right? Right. And so as we move forward after we let go, we need to make different choices. We need to let go of whatever story we had. We need to look at it for what it was, whatever that, whatever that relationship was or whatever that situation was. And we need to make decisions as to what we wanted, what worked for us in that, what didn't work for us in that. And those are two really important points, Michael. You know, people often don't look at, they're so wrapped up in what they had and what they lost that they're not realizing what they didn't have and what they were able to let go of right. um, as a gift, because there's always reasons that things don't work out. We're not always focused on those. So we need to be looking at those things and we need to make choices as to what we want moving forward based on the things that we didn't like and that didn't work. And that is the process of that. But you do have to get out of you know, resentment and you do have to get into forgiveness before you can do that. That's right. And, and, forgiveness how do we know if we've forgiven how do we know if we've done it right and and i love it what dr tony evans says he says he says we know that we have truly forgiven someone when we stop planning revenge against that person you know our place our thing it's it, 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 we don't have morbid reflection we're not thinking about them at night when we're laying in bed trying to go to sleep and the next thing we know it's five o'clock in the morning and i've wasted my entire night thinking about this person right yeah. and that person's sleeping just fine 
you yeah. know? And so once we've There's stopped control for you, there is, yeah. and, and it's all fear based. It's mm -hmm. all fear based. So when you're like, you were talking about making a post or, or doing something and you feel that anxiety building up and you're trying to change the way you feel and getting revenge. And that's where you pick up the phone and call your therapist. You call your, your sponsor, your mentor, your pastor and say, listen, I'm tripping. I am tripping. I've got stories in my head that are really believable mm -hmm. and I don't want to do anything to hurt anybody. I need help. Right. And you talk off, you know, you talk about it instead of doing it. And what happens is, is your faith gets stronger. Right. Because then you start nodding your head going, man, I'm glad I talked to you about that. I was acting a fool. You know, Michael, you saying that just keeps reminding me back to that same fact that you you have to let go yourself. You you have to make the decision to let go before everything else will release in your life. Yeah. And I think so many people, that's the one thing as a counselor that of over 30 years that I've seen, and I won't even take anybody on that doesn't see their stuff. If they don't see where they are, they don't see their responsibility yeah. in it, and they don't want to move forward, I'm out on that because that's a waste of our time. Yeah, you just described step one in a 12-step program. Honesty. Yeah. You got to get honest and say, I have a problem. I don't know what to do. I need your help, Jennifer. Right. I keep engaging in these sick men thinking I can fix them. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And, and, and you surrender. Right. Yeah. I, uh, how though, <laughs> because you've dealt more with the 12 steps and people having to get to that surrender point. Is it always that somebody has to be heartbroken or hit rock bottom before they surrender? Like, is it always, does it all, does, mm -hmm. the, does pain always have to precede change? No, I mean, everybody's story's different. Thank God, yeah. you know, because there's so many different roadways to God. Right. If it was all the same, it, that would be very religious. Right. Um, but no, everybody's, everybody's story's different. God allows everybody to have different stories to share their story to help others. And so it's just, it's just a different story. I'm not unique. I'm diff I'm not different than anybody else. My story is, I guess a lot of people like it, you know, but, um, today I'm not that person I used to be as a result of pain. And it took me on my 27th mugshot being homeless to surrender and say, I don't know what I'm doing. And that is, that was, I mean, again, there's where so many people sit for so long. It doesn't matter whether you've been arrested 26 or 27 times. Mm -hmm. It may just be your 27th bad date or relationship. I mean, I hate to say it, but it could just be that. It could be repeating the same patterns over and over again and the same dysfunction. So this is, that's really good because the 27th date, okay, that's where I got to finally sit down and go, Jennifer, I am insane. And Jennifer may, may give the counsel saying, Hey, uh, Tommy, um, you don't need a date right now. Right. You need to learn how to love yourself and have a relationship with God because you got nothing to give. Right. But just a bunch of resentments and poor me. And, and here's where you have a choice in all of that, right? This is the moving on. If you're really ready to let go of the pain and move on, you've got a choice to make to stay in the story to stay in the story because 
you don't want to deal with the reason why you're in that place. You don't want to deal with the pain of whatever happened to you in your childhood or whatever happened in a previous relationship or whatever inadequacies you feel because of who you are or where you've been or what you've been through. Uh, or you don't want to deal with your own unworthiness, right? Like, or, or feeling of unworthiness, I should say. Uh, so instead, you choose to, to cover it back up and not deal with it. Mm. And not move, not move forward, not let go of it. Just push it down. And pushing it down is not the same thing as letting go, mm -hmm. right? Repressing it's not the same thing as letting it go. 26 times. 27. 27 times <laughs> you get, right? You, right. It, you just pushed it down again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm quite sure that when you got out of jail, you were ready to change for a short period of time until you decide to push it down again mm -hmm. and move forward with the behavior that you knew and that was comfortable for you. And then I wrecked again. Yeah. I would wreck again because the, 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 the tools that I was using to push it down were my own tools. Right. And the, the, the result was always, always the same, you know? So, um, yeah, that brings back, that brings back good memories there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did not mean to bring you down. No, that's good. No, yeah. it's real good. No, uh, so, so, but I do think it's just so important, you know, that this this part of the discussion, because so many people never get to this point of you've got you're at a crossroads. If you really want, if part of letting go is you you go you're walking down a pathway you've got two choices you can either go left where you ha you decide to push it away and hang on to it do resentment right push it all away and deal with it later and then just move on like i shouldn't say move on just keep going with the same bad patterns or you can choose the other path where you're actually moving on. Okay. I'm ready to stop. I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to stop this behavior. I'm ready to stop the pattern. I'm ready to deal with whatever it is in me that's creating this, mm. that keeps bringing this back over and over and over again. Michael, some people never get there. And I, I, I say this hurtfully that I know people that are so in their story, they're so wrapped up in it that they'll never, I shouldn't say never, but in any close lifetime, they're not going to get there and, and heal and, and move forward because they don't even know. They don't even know they've got a story. Right. They're just living it. Well, they're, it's called denial and it's constitutionally being incapable of being honest. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I want to touch on something you said that's really, really struck, struck me mm -hmm. is that the stuffing resentments down, right. we stuff it and we feel like we appear to be normal. I got this. I'm a rock. I got yeah. this. And then stuff like COVID happens and we're quarantined. And guess what happens? All of our character defects start coming live on stage. And we start because we're powerless of what's happening is, is that we start blowing up. We start losing our mind as a result of all these resentments that have been stuffed. There's going to be a new wave of that coming in families because of this election, you know, because they're going to snap because it's not going their way. They're going to shoot at the other party. They're going to they're going to not be friends with so and so because of all this stuff. And we start doing that. The real problem is, is I got deep built up resentments from way back in the day, because when we're spiritually fit and we're grounded, God, I serve you. 
You know, and I, I sense? oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. You know, I, I think there's, I think there's that other flip side too, because I think, you know, for you know, you just take quarantine. It people did flip out. I mean, there's no doubt about it. People They're powerless. Went, Woo, yeah, crazy, and and. I think for some, they got to see their faith. For some people that were not worried and were were maybe pleasantly surprised and overjoyed that they that they saw their faith. Right. So I think it can go both ways. And I think too, with um with the this with everything that's happening right now, yes, some people's true nature are coming out, and yes, we are seeing not the best parts of people at times. But I think it's a great time to exercise our boundaries. I mean, because at least if we know what we stand for, we know what is who belongs and who doesn't. Because uh, because people are showing sometimes their true selves during all this. Sometimes not. Sometimes people are just acting out of emotion, uh, and that can certainly be. But however, we do need to respond and be true to ourselves. And, you know, and, and honor our own feelings and what we need to do with us. Because at the end of the day, as Michael said right at the very beginning, this is about us and our healing. If we're not healed, if we're not whole first, we can offer a relationship nothing, right? Nobody, anything. Uh, Eric says we must face it, embrace it so that God can erase it. I love it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like Eric saying, get honest. Yeah. You know, get honest and, you know, God's in control. You know, God's in control. I'm not. And, and listen, for men that are watching this right now, if if you're if you're single and you're seeking a relationship and and you want to be attractive, be spiritually centered and transparent. I mean, because that's what women's love language is. They're looking for a spiritual leader to guide them. That's the way the woman is engineered. Right. All right. And when they have that and they feel safe, I understand that now. I just want to feel safe. Um, that's, that's our role is to do that. Well, if you're not emotionally stable, you're not safe. To that's anybody. right. There you, you can't go. be I like safe that. to anybody else if you're not safe to your own self. I like that. You know, um, well, you know, Folks, as far as, you know, because this is relationship oriented always, I try to always bring it back to that, even though we are dealing with so many things right now, but there's so many aspects to letting go and moving on mm -hmm. in life. There's just everything, so everything, everything in life is cyclical like that, right? And, and it is almost like, I mean, like you look at the, the butterfly, right? If it were never the caterpillar and never went in the cocoon, mm. it would never have become the butterfly. And we've got to think that there's always, that's what change is about. It is about, there's always a process to it. We always have to be patient with that process, yeah. you know, uh, because it's that time in the cocoon, which you all should be taking when you're trying to heal and move forward or move past something, let go of something and move forward. It is that time of self-protection, self-analysis, where you have to look at you and say, what is, what is it that I need to let go of? Why do I need to let go of it? What, how was it not serving me? How was it serving me? Because sometimes the way it was serving you might be dysfunctional. I mean, honestly, 
if you looked at all the ways things something served you, then then as you as you decide to move forward, that's how you get rid of that story. Right. Is you've opened it up and you've looked at it from a reality standpoint because it's not always what we think it is. When we're trying to let go of something, we may have been attached to an idea or a person or a thing that isn't what it was or what we thought it was. Right. Right. Or what we wanted it to be. And we have to face that reality before we can move forward, right? right? right. And sometimes you'd be surprised in a counseling situation, sometimes just bringing that to reality of it isn't what you think, what you said it is or what you thought it was. Sometimes just the reality of that allows you to go, okay, it isn't. It isn't what I wanted. Even though I tried and I, I wanted it to be and I tried to will it to be, it wasn't what I wanted. But here is what I want. And as soon as you can create that space for what you want and you know how it feels and what you want to feel and what you want to have, you've already moved yourself forward. Hmm. You've already moved yourself into that space, right? That's exactly right. That's good stuff. Okay. I well. like that. And so, you know, I'm sitting here also reflecting on, on, um, how, on letting go. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing that, you know, I used to look at my past and get full of so much shame. Shame's a lie. Shame doesn't exist. Shame is Satan. It's Satan telling you that you're bad. You're not worthy. Look at what yes. you've done in this world. Yes. You're, but, but, but grace and repenting and looking back at my past, I'm grateful for my past today and all the stuff that I did because I'm able to recognize it, accept it. I mm -hmm. accept the role that I play in it. And yeah. then I use that to share, uh, you know, share to people to help them because see, God will, God will allow me to have all the control I want for everything to become completely out of control for me to hit my knees, to turn to him, to right. realize I had no control over everything. Right. And that's pain. Right. right. And so God allows these things happen to our life so that he can show the world through us that he alone is God. Right. You know, you look at all the people in the Bible, they all had serious drama and trials and dilemmas and all that. Right. And here they are writing the, the Bible that says this is how we got through it. Mm -hmm. So it's a this is a great year. I really believe that this is a great year. You're the only one. Well, because it's really, <laughs> it has woken a lot of people up because I sit back and I watch mm -hmm. and I see what God's doing. He's like going, you need to follow me right. and not follow earthly desires. Right. He's pushing the reset button with the election and the virus. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a whole lot. There's a lot of fear there's out there. There's a whole lot more, I think, you know, for for people with all of that. And I, I do think... Uh, you know, again, do not want to do not want to make it too political, but I do think we all need to surrender right now, wherever you are, whoever you're voted voted for, whatever your wish for the outcome is, is to surrender what to what God's will is yeah. for life and for the world right now, because His will will always be done. There's nothing we can do, or an election can do, or you know what I mean. Right. There's there's nothing outside of his control and so his will will be done what is true acceptance true acceptance has absolutely no resentments that's true acceptance god i'm going to accept how this is going to turn out i'm not resentful you are in charge i still struggle with that today i'm human you know right but the difference from today is i talk about it right i talk to another man about it you know my deep stuff um because you know, if I don't have a relationship with God, I used to go to women to talk about my problems. Yes.
Yes, you know, um, that that is, uh, that is an interesting point because, and I just forgot what it was you said. <laughs> um, well, when, I, I, I would, when I was sick and I didn't believe mm -hmm. in God, I would go to women to dump my problems on. Oh, okay. You know, and that way they'd listen to me and they were feeding me. Right. Okay. And I'm like going, wow, she likes me. I like her. I have no clue who she is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a disaster. Right. That's a whole other show. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I think everybody processes things very, very differently. Um, and regardless of how you process things, I, you know, Michael, I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's you or if it's all people that are, that are addicts, but that whole idea of that deep dive, that constant dive. And that's what I was thinking about that. I was trying to remember, I've learned to kick things over really fast, really quickly to God. Like it, the, when I start feeling something uncomfortable or I am unsure of something, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time I'm able to kick that fear over really fast mm -hmm. because I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to hold it. I don't want to hang on to it. I don't want it inside of me. And so for, for me, I think, part of the key to letting go of so many things is to just let go of it. Let him have it, pray about it, and know that you'll get an answer and that it'll be his will, not yours, because his will is way better than yours anyway, you know? And, and or you could spend all this time thinking about it or in resentment about it or in fear about it, and it's getting you nowhere and you're not making any progress. So- Well, you become unattractive. People don't want what you got. Right. And then you start hanging out with people who have the same behaviors as you. Right. That's destructive. And then right. you hit rock bottom. You become mm -hmm. unemployed, unemployable. You don't right. know what's going on. You're so deep in resentment and you're still blaming the person that you resent. It's yeah. a mess. And my story is, is resentment's a luxury I don't have. If I get in resentment, I'm going to penitentiary. Yeah. You know, Judge Bennett's waiting for me. You so. know, one of the, <laughs> you know, one of the things I, um, I want to say before we wrap up is, you know, the one way to be sure and kind of self-check of whether you are in resentment or you haven't let go of something is you have to look at what blessings are in your life, Amen. what blessings are you're, you're drawing into your world. And if blessing, if you're, if there's always blessings though, but if you're in gratitude, there's always blessings. But if you are feeling a lack of gratitude or a lack of blessings in your life, there's something you need to pay attention to. Preach, Styers. Preach. I like that. That's really good. Yeah. Get, what's the solution? Get into gratitude. The safest place is today, right here, right now, because yes, that's present. where God is at. Right. Okay, the enemy is trying to get us to go in the past so we're depressed and resentful or go into the future where we're anxious and paranoid, right. Right? right? God wants us right here, right now. He's got this. Yeah. You know, when it's going to key, key, key to letting go is exactly what you said is staying in the present, staying in the present. I mean, you go in the past or you go in the future. You are no longer going to get shot. You're yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be ugly. Now, what about planning? When we go into the future with God, okay, with God, that's hope. When we go into the past with God, that's gratitude. Right. Not hope. That's gratitude. Sure. So mm -hmm. so there's a there's a way to do it. God wants us to plan, plan for the future, but he wants to be a part of the plan. Right. 
Right. I never thought I'd be talking like this. He never. Has to be part of the plan. That's it. I love that. Yeah, I mean, he I has to be a part of the plan. Let's hope that everybody out there doesn't have to be arrested 27 times to Please get no. to where Michael is. Please no. <laughs> Save the county money. But you know what? What a blessing for so many people that your story and what you went through has been a blessing for so many people. Your platform, what you've done to change people's lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, Michael has a great show. He's got M to the Rock. He's got a he's got a he's got a great program. He's about to have a new great program, which we'll uh, announce soon. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, but at the end of the day, th all of these things would not be possible if he didn't let go yes. and allow God to lead yes. his life in the direction that God wanted it to be. And and you know darn well, as you were getting out there and, and preaching your message and doing your thing, everything you wanted to do passionately, sometimes God closed doors for you yes. and and pushed you in directions and you didn't you didn't understand it. Mm -mm. You didn't understand it. You worked through it. You got out of fear and you moved forward and all these doors have opened yeah. for you. Yeah. So uh, everything's going to be okay. That's I promise you. I promise okay. you. It's going to be okay. It's going to work out exactly the way it's supposed to. I promise you. But it, when you're letting go and you're planning on moving on, don't forget to take the Lord with you on your journey. Amen. I mean, you have you have to have the Lord with you. Yeah. You he, know. He, he, he. No matter you go mind somebody. That's right. <laughs> so Judge Bennett said, "You go mind somebody." And then when I was released, she said, "Go pay it forward." Our job is to serve Christ and love everyone. That's our job. I, I sent that in our group text the other day, and um, it was just that. That's our job. Did it's, I tell it? Was it you today that I told how hard it is to love everybody today? Yeah, we we it love everyone, but but we don't have to ride with them. You know what I mean? But it's our job to love them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did. I told a friend today, you know, we are commanded to love one another and, and some days are harder than others to do that, but it doesn't change the fact that that is, that is a command. So find a way to do it, yeah. <laughs> find a way to do it. And, and usually again, bring it back 100% of this conversation. Usually it's letting go of something and holding on, moving on, holding on to something different. A different thought about it, a different idea about it, a different attitude about it, anything like that will change where you are. Right. Right. So for all y'all watching out there for, for scripture, if you want to read something to comfort you, read Matthew 6, 34, where Christ says, do not worry. I got this, boo. You know, that's my <laughs> translation. Yeah. And then you got Matthew 6, 14 and 15. It says, listen, I have forget. I will forgive you, Jennifer, of your sins or Michael of your sins. But here's the deal. You have to forgive everyone around you who has harmed you or their sins. When you do that, I'm going to bless your game. I'm going to bless your game. And my story is he opened the doors of the penitentiary and I was accidentally released. And that's what it was. If I was still in there acting a fool and resentful, those doors weren't opening. Those doors weren't opening. And that's a true testimony of when we forgive, everything falls into place. Well, it's a great story, and we're so glad that you're free and you're out. I love you. Y'all need to know this is a very close. Actually, someone made a comment going, well, what did Rachel think about uh, you and Jennifer on the sofa taking a picture? I said, <laughs> I don't know. Let me ask her. She's the one that took the picture. Yeah. <laughs> she said it looked like a family portrait. That was our Christmas card. It was our Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, but again, it's uh, – uh, do you think you should do what you are talking? Yes. Diane Samoff, let's talk. I would love to talk to you, Diane. 
Oh, okay. Absolutely. I didn't know what that meant, but absolutely. Okay, perfect. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, today, uh, I want you all to. I hope the message received you. You it was received, and I hope you'll move forward in your day with a little bit more love in your heart, a little bit more forgiveness in your heart, let go of whatever you need to let go of that isn't serving you, that isn't feeling good, that isn't what you want, that isn't where you wanna be, whether that be a person, place, or thing, mm -hmm. right? Or idea, and decide what you wanna move, move lovingly and gracefully forward with God. That's it, Yeah. that's it. All right, y'all, have a great day. We'll see you uh, next week, next Wednesday. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.